Bush and Richie back with another podcast for you. Get ready. I just want to say apologies again. This should be a podcast. We did promise this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Easter eggs. But as you will have heard on Friday, we ate the remaining stock that we had. So. It, it's, it's kind of uh, a selfish decision a decision on our behalf that is still coming back to rock us. Um, yesterday morning, I was here... Uh, playing the role of Jason Manford mm-hmm. and at uh, quarter to eight, 15 minutes before the show, so hungry, so hungry. And <laughs> I thought to myself, oh, oh, we must still have some Easter eggs. No, we haven't. It's, eaten them all. it's very difficult when you have Easter eggs on tap like that. You know you can go into our store cupboard and have them when you want. And obviously, uh, to the detriment of you lot, our lovely listeners. But suddenly when that's turned off, it's very hard to deal with. However, something happened this morning which has enabled me to personally sort of turn things around a little bit okay we went out to meet some friends for like a brunch this morning uh-huh. and um it was going to their neck of the woods and i said oh where should we park and they went i'll oh, just park in the sainsbury's car park it's a quick walk round." now quite an honest awkward man me i like the idea of parking in the sainsbury's car park when i don't have no interest or need to use the sainsbury's so parked oh. up in sainsbury's and i said to my wife I said you go and meet them in the um, in the in the caf. I'm just going to go and buy something from Sainsbury's. Just makes me feel a little bit better for using their car. Park. Like a bit of karma in that way. Bit of karma. Ways, yeah. So I strolled into Sainsbury's and then stood there in the foyer, thinking, "Don't need anything, <laughs> but need to buy something." <laughs> Easter egg. Good move. Six quid. Whoa! Hold it was on. more expensive than any parking. <laughs> oh my word! Really? Six. <laughs> Six pounds. See, the thing that draws me towards an Easter egg whenever I'm in the queue, uh, anywhere in a shop or whatever, is how cheap they are. I always think, how do they make any money on these things? But six pounds. Six pounds, they're making money, all right. To me, the thing that draws me in is like what you did to it the other day when you fisted your egg. (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, was not for public consumption. (laughs) Well, that will be the title of my autobiography. (laughs) Should we go on with the podcast? I think it's a good point. Let's leave it there. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. It's The Cure on Hometime Absolute Radio. Uh, they are the featured artist for today's No Repeat Guarantee Accumulator. Bush and I have referred to the fact that things are hotting up, it's beautiful weather. I think the summer heat is getting to you. A lot of people have just been texting The Cure. Come on now. To 8, 12, 15. That is not going to win you a thing. You need to text the word WIN. Final week of the ACCA, right? If you're not spelling the word WIN wrong... You're getting the band name in, which is equally <laughs> waste of time. You need to remember that, all right? S- sort it out, Mr Wim, who yeah. keeps texting in. Uh, meanwhile, uh, like Richie has just alluded to, it does feel like summer is kind of here. We've had a brilliant tweet into the show from a hometown listener called Watson, uh, who has just taken a photo of his local ice cream van. Yep. He says his local ice cream van has just started to pull up outside his house, proving that summer is nearly here. But he says it always plays the song uh, that you may know as Hitler Has Only Got One Ball. <laughs> Now, my musical knowledge says that that is called the Colonel Bogey March. I know that much. Here we go. This is what his ice cream van plays. (laughs) Now, which is weird, because I was under the assumption that all ice cream vans, literally, by law, had to play green sleeves. There you go. That's ice cream van music, It is, yeah. Not Hitler has only got one... You know what I mean? No. 
So maybe this is a bit of a mind-blown type incident here. Maybe all this time, just our local ice cream vans have been doing green sleeves. Yeah. Everyone else around the rest of the country's got like a myriad of different, you know, songs that they play. Maybe they have a different song every time they turn up on your street. I always thought it was green sleeves and also always, uh, much like the example that you just played, always slightly too fast as well. A little bit too fast for green sleeves. I agree with that. But uh, we need to get to the kind of bottom of this. Do If you set up business as an ice cream van man or woman or whatever, do you get like a, a CD with three or four songs you can choose from? <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's been played off ice cream either, does it? It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> so look, what does your... This is a strange phone-in topic to start the show with, I'll be honest with you. But we just need to know, what does your local ice cream van play? Is it green sleeves, as Richie and I have always been used to, or is it Hitler has only got one ball? <laughs> I don't think we're going to get many more of that. The Colonel Bogey March, 8 12 15 to get in touch with the show. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. So a listener has just tweeted a picture of his regular ice cream van that he says always plays the Colonel Bogey March, which is this. And as Richie and I were just explaining, I know like, it feels like summer's on the way today, but we need to get this sorted out. We were under the assumption that all ice cream vans had to play green sleeves by law. Turns so, out it's one of those occasions where we're way off. We might be way off here. What does your local ice cream van play? Uh, lads, my local ice cream van plays If You Go Down to the Woods Today. It's a little bit creepy. That is a bit creepy. It's Ollie in Aberdeen. You're sure of a great surprise <laughs> or something like that. Tom says, ours plays the Benny Hill chase music. Uh, Max Banner and a lot of other people saying, ours plays the Match of the Day theme tune. Fantastic. The amount of times I can't watch Match of the Day because of Everton's performance. That ice cream van would make me feel a bit sick, <laughs> I have to say. I bet this weekend. Thank uh, you. Tr- sorry, I had to. Yep. Uh, Trina in Silverstone, uh, the ice cream van that comes to work. That's a nice concept. Oh, my word. Uh, plays Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, which is a strange <laughs> choice. It's not really associated together, is it? Sun's out, you're going to get an ice yeah. cream. And Noor says, ours plays pop by the Sailor Man, but I swear I heard one playing the Godfather theme once in another neighbourhood. Now, actual ice cream man Bongo is on the phone right now. Where are you calling from, Bongo? Uh, Well, I'm at home at the moment. I'll be be going out soon now. And what will you be going out playing, Bongo? Ah, I got the Yellow Road of Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so you're an ice cream van man, and whenever you go out in your ice cream... What area is it? What's your patch? Ah, uh, Monkey Ash here, I'm South Wales. Okay, and you always play the Yellow Rose of Texas? Yes. Because, we, like we said earlier on, we were under the assumption that everyone had to play green sleeves. When you become no, an ice cream no. van, van, what do you do? Do you choose a song or do you get sent a pack of songs to pick from? Well, the chimes, the one I got is uh, it's called a uh, Micro Miniature 64, <laughs> and I got 64 different tunes on it then. Wow. Okay, a technical question. You, you you refer to the chimes. Is is it actually played off a CD or is it MP3 or is it actually an instrument that we don't know about? Yeah, mine is an like a little electronic box um, with all the banks of tunes on. Some do use CDs and uh, microwaves, uh, micro. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay, Bongo. <laughs> Bo- Bongo, so and you only play Yellow Rose of Texas. That's your song, isn't it? That's what you're known yeah. for in the area, yeah? Yeah. Are you anywhere near your van now? Could we get a little demo? Yeah, two seconds. No. It's just got to power up the microwave. Here we go. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, yes. ice cream. That's amazing. 
Yeah, two ninety nines for me and Richie, please. Thanks, Bongo Bates. Yeah, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Smash Mouth's Walking on the Sun. It's one of the few tunes that people aren't claiming that Ice Cream Vans play. Honestly, we cannot get over the amount of different songs. I just thought all the way up, what am I, 42 years old, I've only ever heard Green Sleeves. That would have sounded great coming out of an ice cream van. Or that or a microwave. The no repeat guarantee. Accumulator. Right, Absolute Radio, it's home time. It's the home of the no repeat guarantee where we play more music and don't ever repeat a song from nine in the day. Berry Breakfast Show to 5pm here on Home Time with us. We now also give you the chance to win lots of cash today. It's £5,000. We're going to call one of you back and try and give away the money. Remember, you need to answer the phone within five rings and know today's featured artist. Let's call the person who's been randomly selected. Here we go. on the cusp. It's Bush and Ritchie from Absolute Radio. Who have we got on the phone here? It's Tanya. Tanya, you're Brian Breezy. Where are you right now? I'm actually at my stables. (laughs) Check you out just down at your stables. (laughs) When did you win the lotto, Tanya, huh? I wish. Do you own stables or what's the deal with the stables? No, 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 not at all. Um, I I have a horse and I rent rent a stable. Richie, what is Tanya's horse called just from listening to her voice? Uh, Tanya's horse is called um, Chestnut. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good name for a horse, isn't it? If I get one, I'm going to call it that. Tanya, what's your horse called? Prince. Chestnut. Yeah. Prince Chestnut. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Well, do you know what? You may be able to change his name by deed poll in a second to Chestnut. I don't know whether that's a thing that's done with horses. Sure it is. But an important question for you, Tanya. Uh, what is the name? Oh, that's such a bad name. <laughs> Next time, please can you give me notice if I'm going to have to name a horse? Chestnut is a lovely name for a horse. <laughs> it really is. It's not. I feel an idiot. It's love it. Tanya, what is the name of today's No Repeat Guarantee featured artist, please? £5,000 to change the name of your horse. Yay! (laughs) Go, Tanya! (laughs) Uh, Thank you! What an amazing Monday you're having. What are you going to spend that money on? £5,000. Hey. Wow! Oh, a holiday! A holiday! Poor old Prince. Forgot about now, hasn't he? Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a new coat for Prince or something. (laughs) Oh, I might, yeah. I'll get him some carrots. (laughs) Oh, good on him. Uh, And where are you going to go? Holiday, any ideas? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, America? I like America. Go on a little tour of America or something. Love that. Tanya, have a fantastic time. Congratulations. Another £5,000 tomorrow. Maybe you can win money for your horse. Uh, listen to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, 9 o'clock, to hear the name of another featured artist. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Blue Oyster Cult on Home Time. That's the final song of today's No Repeat Guarantee here on Absolute Radio. Fresh again tomorrow at 9 with Dave Berry. We have the Absolute Radio 90s on the way after 5. Some Shed 7 coming up. Uh, we spent most of the first hour talking about ice cream vans and the music that they play. Here's an interesting thing that's coming on Twitter. Centurion says, guys, did you know that over here in Belfast, the ice cream man is called the Poke Man? The Poke Man? That can't be right. I've d- <laughs> that cannot be. That's weird. God, Ophelia may have heard that. I think it is a Northern Irish thing. That sounds like the Candy Man. If you say <laughs> the Poke Man three times in the mirror, does he turn up with an ice cream? Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise.
promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Chicken wants where I find my heaven. These are the Absolute Radio 90s on Home Time. Bush and I just having the worst discussion off-air ever about Game On. Like, literally, like my mum and dad. <laughs> Can't remember anyone's names. <laughs> what was his name? The fella off... You remember the guy? He was also in the... No, he was in it. He What's was his name? To... Who was he in? <laughs> ben Chaplin, Samantha Janus. There we go. Great comedy show. <laughs> uh, this is Home Time on a Monday night. Uh, so I saw something I'd never seen before in my entire life at a football match over the weekend. Uh, as you will have heard on Friday, I was at the Fulham-Everton game. What was the score? Uh, don't want to talk about that. It was quite <laughs> painful. But we were losing. You know when you're losing in a football match, if you're an Everton fan, it's quite familiar for you. Uh, you mind type of drifts and you start noticing other stuff around mm. the game it was such a bad game that it's the kind of game you'd watch a, a crisp packet float around bad that game. kind of really quite a bad game mm. um, and I was watching the subs warm up on the side of the Everton subs and about Cenk, 10 minutes in yeah he was just sending them out <laughs> Cenk Tosin can you stop this Richie sorry yes Cenk Tosin our Turkish striker yep. Tommy the Turk that my dad calls him uh, he was there warming up on the sidelines with, with his full training gloves and all this kind of stuff on uh, and he was running up and down and I noticed him in frantic conversation with one of the Fulham stewards the guys in the high-vis vest oh right okay so I was like I wonder what is going on there next thing you know uh, Cenk Tosin the, the Turkish striker for Everton jumps over the gate near where the fans are mm. and then hot foots it and you can hear the clop 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 of his actual football boots he's going up the concrete right up into the stands amongst all the Fulham fans yeah. and then disappears off down the tunnel to use the toilet the communal no loose no way so he, he went and had a, a wee in the communal loose amazing Tom Davis the Everton other substitute saw him do that yeah. and then he did the same thing two minutes later that's amazing. The thing is with Fulham, I think it's one of those those uh, those grounds where you at Craven Cottage, you come in from a tunnel in the far corner, and then the the benches are the other side. So you you'd have to walk around the entire pitch if you needed a wee mid, mid game. I guess. I mean, they drink a lot of Lucas, they don't they? they footballers, do. you know, you see all the energy drinks go in. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> that is that is spectacularly caught short. And a football match is only forty five minutes. I know. Could he not They've hold got on? Plenty of time to get back in the uh, changing rooms. To be fair, he probably sorry we were playing. Thought he's going to be on fairly soon. <laughs> but imagine though, if you were, if you're a Fulham fan, you might have nipped down to the loo during that first half or yeah. whatever, uh, and then Cenk Tosin would have come out of nowhere. With his full kit, yeah, a player in full kit comes and has a wee that next to. That is incredible. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And it's a shame that some of these these texts have gone down this particular route, isn't it, Richie? <laughs> On reflection, and considering you brought this to the table, or the cubicle, shall we say, yeah. um, it's no surprise, really, though, is it? I feel like I didn't need to stipulate number ones only, please, <laughs> but I feel like we strayed into that territory. Jeff in Honour Oak Park says, I was caught short for a number two whilst canoeing in Loch Garten on a school trip. Paddles to an island, done what I had to do, then used a dock leaf to clean myself up. Thanks, oh, Jeff. Come on. Been made into a movie at the end of the year. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, this text also regards two rather than one. Uh, Richard, Good luck with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of getting that out there before I then read the story because I think it makes it less grim. Fair enough. Two rather than one, okay? Uh, Richard in Bromley. Uh, <laughs> carry a bag on a canal boat as oh, both toilets were blocked. That is unbelievable. That's ruined the concept of a canal boat holiday for me. I'd fancied the idea of that, but uh, going off it rapidly. Put me right off. And uh, no name attached to this one. I got caught short in the garden of Martin from Game On. <laughs> right, that is it. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. As Bush said earlier, we hoped that we wouldn't have to stipulate. Court short normally implies, to me personally, number one. Number one, number All one. Right. Some grim texts coming in that have not been like that. Unbelie- some unbelievable stuff. We won't sleep tonight after reading some of these texts. No, you've ruined it for yourselves. Uh, but we'll take one more call uh, because Steph has assured us this is uh, a number one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steph, tell us, you got caught short in a difficult situation. So, yeah, um, I was uh, on holiday in New Zealand. Um, my partner at the time was into flying gliders. There was a lovely man there who had a small plane and he agreed to just take us over the island to show us some waterfalls because if he didn't, um, if he drove, you had to go around all the tip of the South Island. But he was like, I can just, you know, fly you straight over and show you everything good. So we agreed and it was in the morning and I had a cup of tea. <laughs> so we were, yeah, big mistake. So we were on that plane and I'm sitting directly over the motor and it rattles and I've had that cup of tea <laughs> and I just really needed to pee. It was it was bad. So I made him do an emergency landing and um, there was a penalty for that. Steph, well, you made him land the plane like an emergency landing just so you could get out and go for a wee? Yes, yes, I did. Do you say there was a penalty? There was a penalty. It was 200 New Zealand dollars for an unauthorised, unannounced um, landing. Oh, wow. That is unbelievable. <laughs> the most expensive yep. tinkle ever. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's home time with Bush and Richie. Absolutely ready on a Monday night. Podcast each and every night after this show. You can download it straight away through the free Absolute Radio app. Big sporting weekend, some big games in the Premier League. There was the Chinese Grand Prix, but for me yesterday was all about the golf. Now, you've given me the music. This is the official music of golf. It's the, it was it's certainly the music um, that has been the BBC's golf music for all of my lifetime, yeah. Oh, listen to this. That's a great piece of music. Is this a bit of music that sums golf up for you? Yes, to me, I hear this when I think of golf. Is it Rasmataz? <laughs> it's of an era. Are you familiar with the Masters? I, I you're think not a massive golf person. I don't you? know anything about golf. That's fine. But you're familiar with the fact that yesterday was a massive achievement for Tiger Woods. Bit of a turnaround for Tiger by all accounts. By all accounts, no matter what part of his life you look, it was quite a turnaround after 11 years of winning nothing. Yeah. Oh, well, certainly no majors. He's, he's back. He's back. And the thing with the Masters is you, you do win a small little trophy, but okay. the big thing that you are trying to get is a green jacket. Oh, is that the one with the jacket? It's the one with the jacket. The I see. I, I've seen the photo of him being. It's like they're trying the jacket on him or That's something it. like that. The tradition is, is the jacket, which is the main prize that you get. I'm sure they get some money as well. Yeah, but the jacket, which is the main prize, always gets presented to the winner by last year's winner. Oh, right. So you might have had a really, really bad tournament this year, but you have to hang around to hand over the jacket to this year's winner. And it's a pretty bad jacket as well. It reminds me of, do you remember, was it American or British sailors that got caught by the Iranians and they gave, <laughs> gave them a suit each? This is so you. That is such a you example. I was going to go geography teacher. It, genuinely, it's like baggy suits. The, the, I think they were captured by the Iranian Navy and then they were paraded in front of the cameras in these <laughs> ridiculous baggy suits. Like that, I said, I think geography teacher. <laughs> but it's not. 
it's not. Bear the, in mind, this is the pinnacle of that sport. It's not a great coat, is it? That's my point. I've always thought it's not a. It's not a great prize. I know it might be heresy to fans, but it's not a great prize compared to the stature of what they've had. The the golf course itself, beautiful, it looks amazing. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you win this this geography slash. Jacket, whatever it is, Iranian <laughs> jacket. Yeah. So, do they get? To, can he walk around in it now? What goes on with the jacket? I might have got this wrong. I've got a feeling the jacket can't even leave the Augusta Golf Course. What? No, I know. It's, it's the worst it's, price it's, ever. It's the worst. Or is it? I'd like to find Surely. out. It might be sporting. It might be a work prize you've won. It might be a school prize. Something back in the day. What is the worst prize you've won? Tell us about it. Eight twelve fifteen on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The Hometime Show, Absolute Radio on a Monday night. And here's a bit of clarification for you, Richie. Uh, the jacket can leave Augusta, guys. They wear it for the first year, then return it the following year, then they wear it each year at the Masters. I still put oh. it to you that it's one of the worst prizes. Terrible I'm prize. I'm not trying to decry the tournament or the achievement. I love it. But as a prize, not great. Although, Mark in Essex says, I won the parents' race at my children's sports day 15 years ago, pulled my hamstring as I crossed the line and was in agony for weeks afterwards. All I on was a small pink sticker. But hey, it's still beating the parents. That's the, beating the other parents is what it's all about. Hopefully you've got his spikes on and all that kind of stuff as well. Love this one from Connor in Kent. Guys, as a bad prize, as bad prizes go, my worst was received age seven. I won a competition at the local village fate and was awarded a DVD, which was a documentary on the life of Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> For some reason, my mum wouldn't let me watch it at the time. There you go, that's the one to beat. 8, 12, 15, to get in touch with the show. of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. The winning of the green jacket. We're, we're, we're thinking this is one of the worst prizes you could pick up. Terrible. I, I thought the, the tiny, tiny little Wee Diddy Ashes trophy was the worst thing you could win in modern sport. It's but not it's a great a, one. It's a jacket that you're not even allowed to, like, well, you are allowed to take it away from Augusta, but you've got to bring it back at the end of the year. That's it. It's really, really weird. For me, right, I'm on, on a personal level, uh, I won when I was 10. Bearing in mind, since then, I've never won a single thing. I'm one of those who never wins anything. I won a raffle at our local school fair, and I won, at the age of 10 years old, a crate of baby sham <laughs> that I had to give to my mum and dad that was it I had to pass it straight on to him that's even worse uh, oh. Adam says I entered a tombola when I was 11 and won a Dulux roller and white emulsion set not what you want at the age of 11 this is the point it's just unfair really really bad let's go to the phones we've got Vicky on the line uh, Vicky we're about to you we were lucky enough to get hospitality tickets for the East Anglian derby Norwich versus Ipswich uh huh ah uh, yes and there was, we were given scratch cards. So scratched it, really excited, won a prize, um, except it was a £25 voucher for the Norwich City Club shop. That's still a good amount. Uh, it is, if you don't, um, don't support Ipswich. Oh, oh, so for you, this is just like, no way. It was horrendous. What I did you do with it? I gave it to a little kid in the stand. Oh, oh, that's nice. I think I would have gone and bought a, uh, a replica Norwich shirt and used it to uh, wash the car or something. <laughs> that would have been I great. Couldn't, there were loads of people at the game that I knew, and if I would have been seen going into the shop, I'd have never lived it down. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
Sarah is on the line at the moment. Sarah, tell us about your underwhelming prize. We, uh, me and my mum did the Wrexham Half Marathon when, when the uh, horse gate scandal, you know, when all the, the beef was apparently horse. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. The, uh, so we finished the half marathon, we were like pretty much dead last. And as we crossed the finish line, we went to collect our prize and it was like a fruit loaf. <laughs> no medal, no T-shirts, nothing. It was like... Took us like two and a half hours. We were human. Ask the question: What is the relevancy of the 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 horse beef? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, I remember finishing the thing. Said, oh, "I'm so hungry. I could eat a horse." And Dad went, "Oh, we got burgers. We might be." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now it all yeah. becomes clear. Thank and you so much. And all you did have was the fruit loaf. Yeah. No. No medal. No trophy. Nothing. Just there's your there's your fruit loaf. Taking part That's of the counts. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. One final word from Tom in Tring about Tiger and his green jacket. Yeah. Anyone who wins more than one Masters, a Masters gets the same jacket they won the first time represented to them. They don't even get a new one. So, Tiger has been given the same jacket five times. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Absurd. He has to pretend it's the first time he's seen that jacket. <laughs> it's madness. What a delusion. In other news, thought you might like this story, a Indiana man is uh, suing his parents for getting rid of his vast adult movie stroke magazine collection be careful how you say it which he estimates is worth $29,000 $29,000 $29,000 worth he's a 40 year old man he filed a lawsuit in a federal court in Michigan where he'd moved in with his parents in 2016 following a divorce uh, he says when he moved out 10 months later they delivered his things to his new home in Indiana but his 12 boxes of magazines and films were yeah. missing uh, the law, uh, lawsuit states that he, his father told him in an email, I did you a big favour by getting rid of all that stuff. <laughs> he is claiming the guy is seeking triple financial damages of roughly $87,000. Did he accrue all that in three years? <laughs> accrue is an interesting word. <laughs> Apparently so. It was quite a messy that divorce. That is incredible. But it does beg the question, what of yours has been thrown out by somebody else? Whether on purpose or accidentally, I'll never forget this, my friend Stu, my good friend Stu from Somerset, uh, his mum threw out his entire 2000 AD comic collection. <laughs> and these comics now are really, really rare. It's like Judge Dredd and all that kind of stuff. It's worth hundreds of pounds. She chucked them all out. I'm not claiming that my Arsenal programme collection was anywhere near the 2000 AD or the <laughs> Gentleman in Michigan's collection. Yeah. However, every football programme from every game I'd been to, 1987 to 2000. So even your first ever game? Even my first ever game. Wow. That is 13 years of football programmes chucked out by my dad. Well, you just thought you didn't want them anymore? Did you even thought ask? Thought clearing space, went, gone. So every football match I go to now, I buy a programme, I never keep it, because I'm scarred <laughs> by that loss. Too painful. Too painful what happened in the loss. Thankfully, I've been on eBay, and football programmes are not worth as much as I thought they would be. They're not, are they? I've no, got, they're I had an Everton Cup Winners Cup final one. I only sold it for, like, £4.50. I thought I was going to be a millionaire. <laughs> but either way, it's the, it's the principle. It's the yeah. principle. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
This is Home Time. It's Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Monday evening, Fat Boy Slim and Praise You. And we are talking about this American fella who's suing his parents for throwing out his adult magazine and movie collection, which he claims is worth $29,000. That's a lot of magazines. No idea there was money in that. Unbelievable. I wish I hadn't thrown them all out. <laughs> Obviously, find them down by the side of railway embankments in hedges, which is where you find those kind of things now. But we want to know this from you. What thing of yours has been carelessly thrown away by somebody else? Uh, Matt says, I had a seat in a frame from the old Wembley Stadium. It was in the garden. Oh, uh, had a kitchen extension done and then realised it was no longer there. The builders had skipped it thinking it was rubbish. Do you know what we were just talking the other night about? Uh, I used to love the old Wembley Stadium. Great stadium. There's some real charm to it. So to have that thrown out must be soul-destroying. And then this is a, probably the weirdest text we've had in, and we've had some weird texts in tonight. Uh, guys, my ex threw out all my dining room chairs. <laughs> so we spent family dinner times on our knees. No real financial value, but it has cost me a fortune in osteopathy bills. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. What was, what was the type of... What was the make of... Um, uh, it was uh, Cadbury Caramel. Blimey. Oh, Easter egg. I just hear you that works. No, uh, Easter egg. Yeah. Two Capri's, I guess. As you can hear, we're still talking about that Easter egg from the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> can't get over it, Richie. I can't get over it. Can I eat it tonight? In many ways, I feel bad for you because you've parked there, felt bad about it. Most people just walk off and just park in the supermarket car park without buying anything. Scumbags. You've gone in there to go and do nice things. I've done the right thing. And then you get taken for a ride for mm. six quid for an Easter egg. Yeah. Unbelievable. I feel like hooking you up with what's the little bald guy uh, that's on all those consumer programs? Dom, Dom Littlewood. Dom Littlewood <laughs> needs to sort you out. I want to introduce you guys, even though I don't know him. That's pretty much it. That is it. <laughs> I just thought we'd end the show, the podcast on Dominic Littlewood. Please let him inhabit your dreams and here's Bill Bailey to play us out. It's the podcast has officially come to an end. What does Dom Littlewood do these days? Do you know what I don't know? Anyway. Should, I, should I Google him? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bill Bailey's played us out now, but... Should we just thought we'd come back after this? Because we, we didn't want to leave it kind of uh, not wrapped up in any way. I hope he's all right. He must be doing TV. He must be doing TV. Dom Littlewood. You say we pay? No. That's the voice of uh, uh, Adem, our producer. You may remember him from Friday's <laughs> podcast when he decided to start telling stories. He seems to appear on the Adem show. Uh, he is the full Monty. Not he's the full never Monty. in the full Monty. According to this, he's in the full Monty. What, as an actor? Stage show? It says on Wikipedia, 2017, Dominic Littlewood, the full Monty, in brackets, himself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> My iPhone has just started playing... Shallow from the A Star Is Born soundtrack by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I think you'll agree that added to the fact that we've been talking about Dom Littlewood and couldn't work out what he's currently doing. This is the most unusual end to a podcast ever. So uh, we apologise for the end of this podcast. It's unusual. Have a brilliant night, and Richie, please make that stop. Is there so?